0: You are
1: listening to Studio 41. Hello and welcome to Quiz Time India. This is the cricket special and I am your host and quiz master Aditya. On this day, 25th of June 1983, Kapil Dev and his team became unlikely world champions, defeating the mighty West Indies. Before we go on to this week's episode there's a tiny matter of last week's audience question. As every week, our guest Nadeem also had a question for the audience. There is this extremely
0: popular Mm -hmm. actor in Hollywood. I'll tell you some of Mm -hmm. his works. So, Mm -hmm. uh, in 1972, he acted in The Godfather. In 1974, he acted in The Conversation. Another movie that Mm -hmm. year, 1974, he acted in the sequel of The Godfather. The next year, he acted in this film called as Dog Day Afternoon and his uh, last appearance was in this 1978 film called as The Deer Hunter. So, I want you to tell me which actor is this who has appeared in all these movies that I have just named and what unique achievement does he have to his name due to
1: the reason that he appears in these films. And the correct answer to the question was John Gazelle. A lot of you got it right. He played Fredo in the Godfather series and has the unique distinction of every movie of his. Every movie that he worked on got nominated for the Oscars. Thank you all for sending in your replies on our Instagram handle at the rate QuizTimeIndia and at the rate PodcastStudio41 and our Twitter handle at the rate PodcastStudio41. Now... For this week's quiz, we will be talking about all things cricket. Before I introduce our guest for this week, here are some interesting cricketing facts that I found out, mostly thanks to our audience. Manas Deep sends us this bit of trivia. 25th of June is when India won the World Cup and also the day when India played its first ever test match against England at Lords. So technically, today is the day Indian cricket was born. Another fun fact from him. Kapal Dev is the only player to have the record of holding most catches in two separate editions of World Cup in 1983 and 1987. Moving on to Small Ducky, Small Ducky says, New Zealand on 3rd April 1996, Pakistan on 1st September 1996 and South Africa on 18 Jan 1999, only three occasions when entire teams were given the man of the match award. And now is the time to introduce this week's guest. His name is Amit Sinha. Based out of Delhi, Amit is a media professional who has worked on sporting tournaments like FIFA Under-17 World Cup and Pro Volleyball League as well as researched for TV quiz shows like KBC and Newswiz. He's an absolute cricket nut who runs a page called Random Cricket Photos That Make Me Happy on Facebook. ...where he posts the background stories of famous and infamous cricket pictures. Currently, he's also running a podcast on YouTube... ...where he gets people from the world of cricket... ...to talk about their favourite photos from the game. If you love the game, do check out his work. Again, the Facebook page is called... ...Random Cricket Photos That Make Me Happy. You can also follow him on Twitter. His Twitter handle is... ...Random Cricket P1. And that's all for the introduction. Now we're moving on to the main course... The quiz is coming up next. Thank you so much, Amit, for joining us today. Amit, this is the first ever cricket quiz that we have on the occasion of our first World Cup victory for India in 1983. On this day, 25th June, India lifted the World Cup. Kapil have lifted the World Cup for us. And it's a memory that all our generations have cherished, even our generation, which wasn't there at that time. And uh, today we are here celebrating the great occasion in Indian cricket. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: An absolute pleasure for me. I have been uh, like... You know, looking for some quiz. Because of the lockdown, there hasn't been much of quizzing action right now. Otherwise, this is the time when there are so many, so many campus quizzes going on. But because of lockdown, True. the quizzing action has completely dropped. So I'm really happy to be here and what an occasion to be
1: here. Yes, Indeed, it is uh, quite an occasion for Indian cricket And you're speaking about how quizzing action has gone down The reason this podcast came up is because of the lack of quizzing action during the lockdown That's when I thought, you know what, we need to start something And give people the regular doses of quizzing And I'm really glad that you joined us today
0: Thank you so much for that, in fact You know, because we need this dosage of quizzing We need this injection time to time Because, as I said, too much of paucity now
1: So, let me just tell you the rules. The rules are quite simple. I have a set of questions prepared with me. I've asked you to prepare a set of questions with you and we will ask each other these questions alternatively. It's not much of a competition here, but if you can get competitive, bring it on. (laughs) But mostly over here, it is about figuring out new facts and figuring out new trivia. And hopefully at the end of the episode, our audience has a whole lot of new facts and food for thought while they listen to this podcast.
0: Absolutely, that would be great because that's my my idea of quizzing as well, as in you can always have wins and losses but they don't matter so much in the longer run as gaining knowledge matters, so it would be fun, looking forward to it.
1: Since I'm the host, I'll start out with the first question and uh, you can let me know if you ever need a hint throughout the quiz, just ask me, I'll give you a hint and That is all there is to it.
0: The most generous quiz master I have come across. And yeah, are you ready for the first question? Oh, absolutely. Bring it on. I've taken my guard. Like Shiv Narayan Chandrapal.
1: So the first delivery.
0: (laughs) Put the bail in and, you know, dug it.
1: (laughs) That's a good reference. I'll give you extra point for that. So the first question. Are you a big fan of movies? Do you watch many movies? Lots of them. Have you seen this movie called Oceans 8? Mm, No. So have you seen the Oceans 11, 12, 13? 11
0: I have watched. Alright
1: So the idea is the same Ocean's 8 It's about a bunch of thieves Okay And in Ocean's 8 All the thieves are women Led by Sandra Bullock Yeah And the plot of the movie Is that In this movie The thieves are supposed To steal a necklace Okay Now the necklace Is called the Toussaint In the movie And it's A fictional necklace But It is actually A replica of a famous Actual necklace Made by Cartier The fashion house Okay. The original was made by Jacques Cartier, the guy who started the fashion house. And he made it when his friend asked him to make him a spectacular necklace of colored diamonds. So this necklace was a big necklace with white, blue, pink, green, all diamonds of all colors. And in fact, the central diamond was bigger than the Kohinoor. Oh, wow. I want you to tell me, who is this man who asked his friend Jacques Cartier to make a this necklace which later went on to be the inspiration for the ocean's eight necklace
0: mm, so it, it, it has zero uh, cricketing connection
1: it has absolutely a cricketing connection otherwise this question wouldn't have been mm. here
0: damn okay you've got to give me some hint
1: so this diamond was commissioned in the year 1931 the man who Asked the diamond to be uh, the necklace set to be made. Probably never got to see it because he passed away in 1933. And in 1947, the owners, his family, realized that they might lose onto this necklace. So what they did, they sent it back to Cartier, who broke this necklace down into tiny diamonds and sold it all over the place. Now the question is, why would they do it in 1947? And who is it? Whose which family could it be? Any hints anything you would, what are you thinking about
0: yeah i'm just wondering how does cricket come into it
1: <laughs> okay this diamond okay. belonged to a set of jewels called the navanagar jewels navanagar was a name the old name for a princely state called jamnagar
0: yeah that now i get the cricketing you know i can smell some cricket death. yeah
1: yeah take it away let's see where you go
0: so you, you what is exact what is the exact thing that you are looking for who ordered the
1: yes who ordered this necklace to be made uh, okay. which famous person from Jamnagar
0: Maharaja Ranjit Singh ji is my answer is that correct
1: Maharaja Ranjit Singh ji is the right answer oh my someone God, that popularly is known such as a, great question so Ranji was apparently a big connoisseur of diamonds, especially colored diamonds and one of his best friends was Cartier And this was at that time one of the biggest necklaces around and people have written about it We don't know if Ranjit Singhji actually got to see it Because as I said he asked for the necklace to be made in 31, he passed away in 33 But then after Ranjit Singhji, Singh Singhji had it and That is when 1947, when India became a democracy, they took away the jewels from these families the royal families so they sent it back to Cartier where they broke it up and sold the pieces and so you know the Jamnagar family got to have the money even if they lost the necklace so yeah that is the question
0: that is such a long connection I could not have seen it had you not told me about Nawanagar because that's the only cricket bit that I got in that question I'm like okay this sounds familiar so I can jump into it thank god for that saved my ass but uh, yeah brilliant question there (laughs) Okay, moving on to question number 2. This question has two parts, okay? So the first part is that uh, this cricketer was in terrific form in the 1983 World Cup and he was so confident of winning the World Cup that he made a deposit on a BMW thinking that he would pay the rest of the amount from the World Cup winning prize money. That however Hmm. did not happen because of course India went on to win the World Cup. Hmm. Now that's his one World Cup connection. The second World Cup connection is that in 1999, he became the coach of his team during the World Cup. But while the World Cup was on, his illness was revealed, which meant that he had to leave the tournament midway. And that resulted in another great cricketer, a former teammate of his, coaching the team in the World Cup. So he had to, you know, he was a stopgap arrangement. And this is the only time this great great cricketer has ever coached a team. So there there are two greats I am talking about. One is Mm. the guy who who, who thought he would buy a BMW from the World Cup money. Could not do that. Second is the guy who came in as a replacement for him because he had to Mm. go out of the tournament because of some illness which sadly consumed him also. And uh, Hmm. that meant that this grade of the game only coached in this World Cup. So, who are we talking about? One is a great bowler. The second is a great batsman. From the same team.
1: Hmm. So, I'm thinking uh, 83. 83, who could have been so confident as as to put money down? So, I'm thinking it's either some Aussie or West Indies. It's again one of those trivia facts that you heard. But I can't really put a finger on it, so I'm assuming it's a, either an Aussie or a West Indies.
0: He was he was emboldened uh, by the fact that India was in the finals so he thought, okay, the cup is ours. Hmm. So that tells you which. Yeah,
1: time. yeah, yeah. That is it. And now I'm thinking 1999 World Cup, which coach could not make it? So I'm assuming West Indies. The base quartet would have been one of the four people. It's one of those four. I don't remember who was the coach in 1999. And as okay, you said, I have someone one from. More hint for you Okay.
0: For the first part of the question, which is the great bowler, his son would be playing him in the 1983 World... Uh, in the movie that is going to be made on 1983 World Cup. The oh, rugby oh. movie. So
1: his son will yeah. be playing him. Oh. oh. You know, I actually was looking up that movie. I thought maybe I can throw in some question, but I just looked at the Indian squad. I didn't look at the West Indian squad. <laughs> so it's... Uh, it's either Malcolm Marshall... Or Holding Holding is still alive So uh, And so is Malcolm Marshall Mm. Who is there then No,
0: Malcolm Marshall is not alive He passed away He is not? No, Malcolm Marshall passed away in 1999 itself In fact
1: Oh, so I'm assuming he is the guy who was Who put a down payment on his car And And we're looking for
0: a great batsman now And you know, just think of that team And think of a great batsman We'll have the answer
1: I think there's only one name that I have from that team that is uh, Sir William Richards and considering that I don't think he has ever coached before and after. So Absolutely I think it has to be correct. Him.
0: That gets you full points. Malcolm Marshall was the person who put a deposit on BMW but that didn't work out and then in the wow. 1999 tournament uh, he, his illness was revealed and he had to leave the team midway. Vivian Richards who was the commentator for Sky he you know, he was. Oh. Uh, he took over during that period. Sadly, Malcolm Marshall uh, perished in not a lot of time. Ah. and uh, yeah, oh, okay. that is the only time Viv Richards has ever coached a team.
1: Who was captaining West Indies in that World Cup? Jimmy was it Adams. Jimmy
0: Adams or? It was Jimmy Adams.
1: Jimmy, yeah, man, that's something that I will try to remember for the next time. I need to work harder. Probably it's the lockdown which has kind of made me a bit rusty. So that's a sad path,
0: passed away at the age of 41, such a great bowler who could, you know, I mean, invincible on his day, but then such is life.
1: I keep going back to the story of him bowling with a broken thumb, a five wicket already. If he yes, took, if took seven missing, right? wickets against England in 1984. I mean, that's some different breed of fast bowlers. Anyways, moving on to the next question Again, since we're talking about fast bowlers This question is again a very long winding question So stay with me on this ride Perfect Have you heard of an Aussie fast bowler called Scott Muller? Absolutely So Scott Muller made his debut in the year 1999 Perfect The same time as Adam Gilchrist
0: Yep, Hobart Hobart Test against
1: Pakistan Against Pakistan And he only got to play two test matches for Australia Before being dropped For Michael uh, Kasparovich, But he's known for something called as the Scott Miller incident Hmm. He's rather infamous for it What happened was A Pakistani cricketer hit the ball towards fine leg He was the fielder there He picked up the ball Threw it towards the keeper The throw was wide And then on air You could hear a sentence Saying he can't bowl, he can't throw This went on air and Scott Miller heard it later and he said Shane One said it. Shane One said that he did not say it. And a controversy began that there's a rift in Auss- Aussie cricket team. And it went to the newspapers the next day. It kept escalating. It kept escalating so much so that it ended up in the Aussie parliament. And one of its lasting legacies was that a song called Can't Bowl, Can't Throw came out by a band called Six and Out. The song reached top 100 in Aussie music charts. You have to tell me what is so special about Six and Out.
0: Okay, I, I don't think you'd like this because I'm gonna do some dadagiri and, you know, step out and hit it for a Six. Because this is a band that has members named Shane, Richard mm-hmm. and Brett. Mm-hmm. And Shane and mm-hmm. Brett are two brothers, Shane Lee and Brett Lee. And yes. Richard is Richard Cheeky. So, this is the yes. band of Brett
1: Lee. The band of Brett Lee. All five were players for New South Wales. That is the correct answer. Six and out. Brothers Lee, Brett and Shane. Then Richard Cheeky. And Brad McMara and Gavin Robertson. Another Aussie off-spinner, if I'm not mistaken. Yes,
0: exactly. He came to India in 1996.
1: and uh, Correct. That was that was the question. That was the Scott Miller incident. If you go on YouTube, you can find a Roe Blinder two video about it. That is <laughs> and how and I got all the to blame see has
0: been piled on someone called the Joe the cameraman because Shane Warne said he, that it was yes. his talking and it was caught on air and that created all the controversy. But yeah, that those are the kind of things that make cricket interesting. As in, you know, the action on the field is of course great entertainment but you also need some amount of masala
1: no true 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 I think that's why uh, your what the work that you do with photos and pictures and the story that they tell behind the scenes that's what what I love and that's what I think a lot of your audience loves is that The scoreboard tells you one picture, but what is happening behind the scenes is a whole different picture and at times it just reveals much more about our favourite cricketers than a scoreboard could ever do.
0: Absolutely, so what happens is that, you know, generally the matches are remembered, the, you know, the basic major plot is remembered, but there is so much that happens beyond it, there are so many subplots that it makes for a great looking backstory. And that is the idea of the page.
1: Lovely. So, what we'll be doing now is we'll be taking a short little break. Okay. And on the other side of the break, we'll be continuing with the questions. And uh, to our listeners, in the break, you'll hear a tiny little clip. Pay attention to it. It's for our upcoming podcast. And at the end of the podcast, and the end of the clip, you'll hear a tiny little message. So, stick around. We'll be back in a minute or two.
0: So, you built this.
1: Well, someone had to. Huh.
0: go on, show us how it's done.
1: This is the cathode ion transmitter. Octocell and quad powered. Nifty. Here is the protoplasm condenser with
0: two digital celiac chambers of dual magnetic poles,
1: right? Each. Dual magnetic poles each. Perfect. And this right here is... What's that? This. No, that. Oh, this is the input computer. Well, it's more of a knob right now, I get it, but you adjust it to enter the year and the location you'd like to travel to, and boom, there you go.
0: Yeah, time travel. Are you sure this will work?
1: Only one way to find out.
0: I guess so. Do you have a place in mind?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Woodstock. Jimmy (laughs) Hendrix, The doors. Santana.
0: Oh, my baby brother's all grown up.
1: Strap in. Put this on your head. You should feel a tiny zap. Comforting. And we'll be only gone for 5 seconds. So, with us talk. Here we come. Oh my oh god, my they god. killed Dr. King. And how did we get involved with that? Wait, is that a Black Lives Matter tattoo? Yeah, I think I accidentally coined that phrase in that universe. Well, congratulations. You just stole credit from a future person of color.
0: Did I become racist in this universe by helping out in the other? How about we go to Picasso's Paris? Spanish flu. Egypt. We see the pyramids being made.
1: Slaves built those pyramids. Ancient Greece? They had assassinations for breakfast. Where do we go now? Where do we go now? Story of two time-traveling siblings trying to find the best of humanity in the worst of time. You are listening to Where Do We Go Now? A time-travel podcast by Studio 41. And that is the trailer for our upcoming podcast. If you liked what you just heard, go to the description of the podcast, wherever you are listening to the show, be it Spotify, Savan, Apple, Google Podcasts. In the description is a link. Click on it and vote for us and help these podcasts get made. Thank you so much for your support. Now we shall go back to the quizzing with Amit Sinha on our cricket slash World Cup special. Hello and welcome back. With me, I have Amit Sinha, and you are listening to Quiz Time India's cricket special. 25th of June, 1983, India lifted the World Cup, and on its anniversary, we thought we'll do a special cricket quiz. So far, we have spoken about fast bowlers who can play the guitar, we have spoken about, well, top-order batsmen who love their jewels. And up next is uh, Amit, your turn to ask me a question.
0: Yes. So this is uh, related to something recent in a peripheral way right. some recent incident All right Okay so the question is that Cape cricket is a popular form of tennis ball cricket which encompasses a lot of amateur level tournaments in West Bengal you know tennis they play with tennis ball and all it's like Cape mm-hmm. khela is very popular in okay. Bengal and mm-hmm. it includes both football and cricket and like massive following these tournaments have but that is in bengal okay so it's just one Uh of the many local tournaments across the country but for some reason Mm. more people Mm. outside of bengal came to know about it in 2016 what was the reason or who was the reason
1: all right it's called cape cricket
0: cape khela cape cricket yes Mm. k-h-e-p so basically, the idea is that they just get mercenaries and uh, who form a good team. They are paid for mm-hmm. the matches they play and these mm-hmm. are really high octane tournaments with a lot of crowds mm-hmm. coming in and cheering and everything that is cricket happens except that it's a tennis ball tournament. So, mm-hmm. how did it become very popular in, or how did it come to public prominence beyond Bengal in 2016? Uh, I'll, I'll just make it a little clearer. Uh, it featured on the big screen for some reason, so you have to
1: tell me. It featured on the big screen. Uh, I am imagining... Okay, uh, big screen, I'm taking a hint that you're talking about movies. Yes. And I, if I'm not mistaken, there was a movie which featured John Hamm and... Uh, i don't remember the name of the movie but the plot was something that a kid from india ends up playing baseball if i'm not mistaken
0: that's million dollar arm and that's a million miles away okay. from the answer
1: <laughs> yeah okay let me think uh, something else uh, so we're talking about cape killer and movies and bengal and 2016 and in 2016 it went international of sorts
0: yeah, it went not or international globally. but yeah, beyond Bengal Okay And just think of something very popular Something that everyone would know or Probably you definitely have watched it, would have watched it mm. Okay, i to... give a little mm. more yeah. Someone in the early part of 2000s Was a major mm. figure in Cape Cricket And mm. that was portrayed on screen
1: Oh okay now i can see how it is tangentially related to recent news so and the fact that you said uh, these high octane matches and they get all these big hitters is ms dhoni somewhere a part of the equation
0: absolutely absolutely we are talking about ms dhoni the movie here where Cape Cricket was featured because Cape Cricket was where MS Dhoni, the real MS Dhoni, made a lot of name for Mm. himself while he was in Kharagpur doing his job as a railway collector. He used to go to these Mm. little tournaments and he was a big draw and of course we know why. I mean, Mm. but yeah, like that was limited to Bengal and then his fame went worldwide, so Cape Cricket was seen on the big screen because of MS Dhoni the movie which featured Sushant Singh Rajput as MS Dhoni and
1: well yeah that is quite an achievement I went on a different tangent I went on the million dollar arm again a movie which I have not seen so I thought that might be something to do with this. Maybe some kid came out of from there.
0: No, no, this was this is a very populist quiz. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was recently a book which came out called Cricket 2.0, which was about the T20 and how it has changed the game. Yeah. Tim yes. There is an entire passage about tennis ball cricket in West Indies and how these guys from all your Polars and Bravos in whatever off time that they get they still go down and play these tournaments these tennis ball tournaments tape tape tennis ball tournaments because they're like this is the best innovation that can happen and we've seen like so Asuleel Narayan Asuri, uh, Samuel Badri all the variations that they you know, tape wickets within international cricket. All all those have been perfected with these tape wickets matches through the years. So it's quite interesting how tennis ball cricket has been revolutionising our leather ball cricket, for that matter.
0: Yeah, it is the foundation. And you know, like let's be honest, all of us have faced ha- have played more tennis ball cricket than leather ball cricket. No matter how much you know cricketers true, no we much. think of ourselves as. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> true, true. That is absolutely true.
0: Over
1: to you now. Alright. So my next question is courtesy Samarth Srivastav. He is a listener to the podcast and uh, he gave me an interesting piece of trivia. So this starts with Jack Hayward. Jack Hayward was an English businessman, property owner, philanthropist and also the once owner and now a life president of the football club Wolverhampton Wanderers. So he owned the club and after he... Sold the club to someone else because of his reputation among the fans, he was given the title of Life President. Jack Hayward is his name, and his nickname was Union Jack because he was about all things British. Outside his cr- contribution to English football, he was also a fan of cricket. And in the year 1973, he organized this ragtag special tournament. This tournament featured teams such as England, Australia, New Zealand, Jamaica. Trinidad and Tobago, a team called International Eleven because a lot of South African players could not play, so International Eleven, and something called the Young England team, which is basically an amateurs—not an amateur, but younger English players—get got to form another team. Mm-hmm. Tell me, what was so special about this ragtag tournament that Mr. Jack Hayward came up with? The year is 1973.
0: Yeah, 1973 and you told the team sir, can you just repeat once again?
1: England, Australia, New Zealand, Jamaica, Trinidad and Tobago, International 11 and Young England. Okay, and this
0: is 1973. So, look 1973 and you said it's a tournament, right? I don't know, it's it's a wild guess but... When you think of 1973 and a tournament, it is always Women's Cricket World Cup. So, is hmm. it something related to that?
1: It is indeed the Women's World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Women's World Cup happened two years before the Men's World Cup. And that is that is what the question was. You just hit it like to the middle. I just,
0: I just got 1973 about. and I just got tournament. So, I'm like, okay. This might just be something, uh, you know, yeah, this is a famous, famous trivia that two years before the Men's World Cup, there was a Women's World Cup and that was 1973. So I just picked those two things up there.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that is exactly what Samarth, uh, our listener, had uh, sent me that the Women's World Cup happened two years before and uh, I was quite intrigued by seeing the teams that England got to play like two teams, England and Young England and there was a team (laughs) called International 11 and Jamaica and Trinidad and Tobago were the ones who featured so that was quite interesting I thought
0: It is indeed and uh, well I'm really glad that women's cricket has come a long way since then
1: I mean obviously, yes, yes, absolutely
0: Great, lovely to have a women's cricket question Also in the mix
1: Yeah, that was the idea Now, your turn
0: This Mm -hmm. is the question Yeah. Indian fashion designer Babita Malkani was responsible For the creation Mm -hmm. of something in 2009 Which was the Mm -hmm. year of its First appearance That has since Mm -hmm. then been created Designed by Can we spoke twice What's this creation of theirs which has been seen in 2009, hmm. in 2013, hmm. and in 2017, with Indian men's team wearing it in 2013 and coming close to wearing it in 2017. Uh, the first time they wore it was in which year?
1: 2009. Ah,
0: huh, 2009. So you you just think what has happened in
1: 2009, 2013, and 2017? Uh 17. No, it was it the women's World Cup. I. 21 is the Women's World Cup, so... No, 20 but, is the... So, but I said men's, was the men's team wearing it. Okay. okay, okay, men's team. What happened in 9-13? When was the cha- Champions Trophy? I'll have to look that. Was the Champions, Was it related to Champions Trophy? On the right track. Okay. Uh, so we won the Champions Trophy and the other time we came close but we did not. But the last time was 2017, if I'm not mistaken, when we lost Pakistan.
0: Absolutely forgettable days. Absolutely.
1: I think it was 17 that was. Yes. Then England was in 2013 if I'm not mistaken. And what could it be? Is it the winner's jackets? Absolutely correct. Oh, is it? I didn't know there was something special about those jackets.
0: Well, I have no clue why are they given, but uh, they are given away and it's it's very special according to the ICC website. And uh, Babita Malkani oh. designed it in 2009. And Virat Kohli wasn't really impressed with the uh, 2013 jackets. And he was like, you know, I hope this time they give us better fitting jackets. In 2017, he said that and somehow they didn't get it.
1: (laughs) Oh, I would have never guessed this, but that's a lovely question. It's
0: It's some innovation done by ICC. I don't know how much it adds to anything, but yeah, it's a... Mm-hmm. Like, along with the World Cup winners' medal, oh sorry, the Champions Trophy winners' medal, they also get this white mm-hmm.
1: jacket too. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. I remember that white jacket.
0: Absolutely, I mean, you will know know, was... always remember Virat Kohli dancing in Gangnam yeah, style yeah. and all wearing it.
1: Gangnam <laughs> style on that, yeah. So, Babita Malkhani, I'll look her up actually. Like, how do you get a gig at ICC? That's quite an achievement. That's quite an achievement for the Indian team in 2013. Alright, my last question for today. Is about a Scott
0: About a Scott Yes
1: Yes His name is Kai Kyle Koetzer Kyle C-O-E T-Z-E-R Alright He holds a specific record in World Cup Cricket Something from the 2015 edition Something that he did in the 2015 edition Shane Watson holds this record for International T20s And Ricky Ponting in Test Cricket What particular record? <sighs>
0: This is you. you the Kyle Kozar holds it only in uh, World Cup. World Cup cricket, not overall ODI's. No. Okay. So my guess, like, okay, fine. I'll just uh, take a guess first. Uh, mm. Is the record is the record in overall ODI's held by Matthew Hayden?
1: By any chance? No, no. I don't think so. No. I and th- okay. Let's see if you have Any other guess How did you go on The Michael Hayden Matthew Hayden guess Let me just ask So
0: Matthew Hayden Made 181 In a match against New Zealand in 2007 And That Mm -hmm. is the highest Score that has been Made In uh, Mm -hmm. In an ODI Which You know Mm -hmm. In which the winner Hasn't Ended up on the uh, Winning side Actually no Mm -hmm. 194 is the highest By Charles Coventry So I was thinking On those lines. So mm -hmm. I mean, is is it something like that?
1: It is Charles Coventry has that honor. He scored one ninety four versus Bangladesh, Bhanalic. yes. And he holds the record for highest score in a losing cause in ODIs. Shane Watson holds it in international T20s against India. He scored one twenty four, yes, one twenty four against India at Sydney. And Ricky Ponting in Test cricket. Because he scored. Can you tell me how much he scored? And against whom?
0: He scored 200s in that match where uh, uh, I guess an Adelaide test? Not an Adelaide test. No. No
1: clue. He, he did score 242 against India at the Adelaide Oval. The match which will be remembered for whole different reasons. At least by us and not Ricky 242. See Pondix that's why I
0: remember everyone scored on the Indian scorecard. But I have no
1: clue. Yeah. We have <laughs> conveniently forgotten about Ricky Pondex 242. And you were absolutely you're on the right track. Kyle Kodzer holds a specific record in World Cup Cricket. He scored a massive... He scored 156 against Bangladesh. And Bangladesh chased down 318. Therefore, that is the infamous record that he has.
0: Quite sad. In fact, I remember uh, he also scored a century against England last year and gave uh, Scotland the historic win over them.
1: Oh yeah! Oh, I didn't know he was playing in this that match also.
0: Yeah, he was. He, I think, he scored a century there. So he has been there, you know knight in the shining armour for a while now. Nah. Yeah,
1: I think 2023 he might be captaining England now. Nah. Who knows? <laughs> 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 so yeah, that is all I had for today. Amit, uh, before we, uh, you leave us, please uh, give, a, give us a question for our audience. Something that our audience can answer. Our audience can find us at uh, Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at the rate quiz time India, or on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at the rate podcast studio forty one. Amit, are you ready with the audience question?
0: I am. But before I leave, uh, a big thank you for having me here, and it was absolute fun. And really it great question Really great question Especially the Oceans 8 one I wouldn't have gotten it by any measure If you hadn't you know, made it so easy for me So great fun overall Thank you so much And here goes my Thank question yes. So in the Australia, India-Australia 2001 Border Gavaskar series Harvajan Singh was mm-hmm. the highest wicket taker With 32 wickets among both the teams In the list mm-hmm. of highest wicket takers for that series Who was the Mm -hmm. second highest wicket-taker as far as India is concerned? So, who took the most number of wickets after Harbhajan Singh from India? Mm. After Harbhajan Singh's 32 wickets, there are a number of Australians and then there is an entry which is an Indian cricketer. So, you have to tell me who was the guy who was second on that list. Again, I would not have asked for it had it been, you know, a simple answer. Something interesting about yeah. it, and that's why I asked it. I, at least I like to believe that the answer is a fairly interesting one, not easy to get.
1: All right, thank you so much for the question. And uh, listeners, as you heard, you have to tell us in the Border Gamaskar uh, series, when Harbajan took 32 wickets, who was the other Indian to take the second most wickets? And uh, that brings us to the end of the quiz. And thank you Amit so much for joining us today. And that is for the special cricket quiz on Quiz Time India. I'll be seeing you guys next week. Regular programming shall commence. Stay tuned to Quiz Time India.